Welcome to Spiritually Raw. We expose and explore controversial truths, myths, and theories surrounding the spirit world. Guests include investigators, debunkers, and skeptics of the supernatural, unexplained, and flat-out unimaginable. Content discussed on this show is not necessarily the opinion of the cast of Spiritually Raw, and topics quite often are for mature audiences only. This show is not intended to replace any medical, financial, or legal advice, and is for entertainment purposes only. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Hey, everybody, what's going on? I know you have a show to watch. So let me get real quick into this with you. Okay, so Ascended Masters, you're watching right now, browse, select, ascend. It's very easy to use. All you have to do is scroll down here, you're going to see the different categories, sessions, courses, products, entertainment, books, conscious business growth. All you do is you simply click on the category that's resonating with you or that you're in need of. And you're going to see a video directory of some of the greatest minds out there. And within five to seven minutes, you'll find out who that person is, what their style is, and if they're going to help you on your your journey call life. It's a very easy, very easy formula to follow right here. And also too, if you're one of those who does have a product or service that you think that will be a benefit to others, and you'd like to be on Ascended Masters, our email is in the description below. It's askspirituallyrawgmail.com. We'll set up a time to chat and see how you can make a difference in the world for people. So hope you're enjoying the site, everybody. Thanks for sharing this and much love to you. And most importantly, enjoy the show. We'll see you next time. Hello, everybody. How are you? And welcome to Spiritually Raw. Thank you so much for your energy exchange with us today. And as always, we hope you woke to the most miracle morning and the most fortunate day today. And yes, that beautiful smile over there is Suzanne Rashi is absolutely back again. It's good to see you, Suzanne. How are you? That beaming energy. It's she's like got awesome. Some, yeah, she's got some cool <laughs> stuff. Uh, she's going to be sharing with us about coming into this 2022. So this is a lot of cool stuff and what she's got going on to help you on your journey called life, which we'll talk about that. Also, I do want to uh, thank you and also remind you, if you haven't already, kindly hit the subscribe button, turn on the notification bell so you are connected when great guests like Suzanne come on the show again. Stay connected with us through all of our stuff. It's all going to be in the description below. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? No, I think you actually, I think you actually got it all. Finally. <laughs> all right, bit, right. Let's welcome the beautiful Suzanne Ross. If you guys haven't catched her, caught the show last time on Spiritual Raw, make sure to go back. You were actually like um channeling it. The all it, we started out not channeling, but then you went into a channel. It was really awesome. It was a great interview. Uh Suzanne has been tuned into other dimensions. She was actually born in Mount Shasta, which is very, very cool. At the age of 30, she was blessed with a divine intervention on a mountaintop where she was merged with her higher self and aligned with her true calling in the fields of wellness and spirituality. She now re resides in Sedona, where she guides interdimensional journeys into the vortex. Now, I don't know about you, but that sounds like a hell of a lot of fun. <laughs> She's also hosting the Sedona Ascension Retreat. Make sure to join Suzanne and a bunch of other awesome speakers that all you guys know and love. Um, we're actually going to be hosting, interviewing quite a few of them over the next few weeks. So keep an eye out for that. And um, that is scheduled on March 18th to the 21st. And if you want to get some tickets, make sure to go to the SedonaAscensionRetreats.com. We will have all the links in the description. And uh, it's going to just be an awesome time. And you have a great lineup of speakers. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And welcome us for welcome, our speaker on hand right now. Suzanne, it's good again to see you. Thanks for uh, taking time. I know you got a lot going on, burning the candle at both ends, as you say so well. <laughs> Thanks so much, April and Jay. And I just have to say, what a great introduction. 
I've been on hundreds of radio shows, and this is one of the best introductions Aww. I've ever had. Thank you, April. And you're incredibly well-versed on who I am and what I do and what I'm doing and offering for 2022. I hardly skipped a beat, and I so appreciate it. And Aww. thanks for your beautiful energy, the both of you. You guys look great. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. Likewise. Right you know, there's, you. there's uh, so much cool stuff going in there. You know, we talk about it and it's like, hey, it's just a matter of, and I think you're absolutely leading the way, leading the charge with this by showing people that, look, let's tap into that energy out there. Let's tap into that source out there and we can create and, and harness and manifest what other people really only talk about. So thank you for your service for doing this. Mm -hmm. Let's dive right in if we can again, uh, Suzanne, with you. And I want to talk about what April mentioned a bit ago. Um, you actually being born in Mount Shasta, which is, a you know, starting to get more and more recognition for its uh, uh, spiritual tapped in, tuned in kind of abilities right there. The vortex, the real vortex. Are we, are we missing anything on that? Is there any misconceptions on that part of it? I mean, is there something that really like, hey, the people like someone like yourself being born in Mount Shasta, did you find any type of like, hmm, maybe I was born in like some sort of, you know, special place, if you would, or is it just I'm just born in a place like how how have you been able to over these last years, really wrap your head around that piece and really reconcile that? And so as you know, from our last interview, uh, my father actually had a missing time experience when he was just a teenager uh, growing up in a little tiny town in Saskatchewan in Canada. And he then was implanted with a rectangular shaped object in his wrist. Growing up, he called his alien chip. And right after that, he was recruited by NCR, uh, National Cash Register Company, and became a genius on the front lines of the emerging computer age with just a high school education in a one-room schoolhouse. Um, and so I, I believe that he was actually uh, recruited by NCR and intentionally transferred to Mount Shasta. I was born shortly after we got there. And so the way that things unfolded uh, were very synchronistic and quite mysterious upon reflection. Uh, shortly after his missing time experience, which was a four hour missing time experience with three of his friends, um, he was recruited. As well, Suzanne, were, were the other two friends also implanted? And so his friend, Don Malstead, is the only one who would acknowledge uh, that they had the missing time experience. The other two never wanted to talk about it again. Um, and so he stayed in touch with his friend Don throughout the years. And they talked about this, whether Don had an implant or not, I do not know. I just know that him and his friend Don, who was in the passenger seat, um, are the only two that kept in touch over the years about it. My father, uh, like I said, was recruited by NCR within months of this experience. And first of all, uh, moved to Mount Shasta where I was born and had many paranormal experiences as a child in Mount Shasta. And then after that, after um, about four years, he was transferred to Dayton, Ohio, right next to Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, which is where NCR was located, which was founded by James Patterson. 
And so all of these things sort of unfolding. And so your question about Mount Shasta, I do believe that there are areas on the planet we might call uh, vortex sites where supernatural paranormal activity happen. I also believe where my father was taken uh, is a portal, Saskatchewan. And I later learned that Saskat like Sasquatch was named after Saskatchewan. It's pretty damn close. <laughs> Yeah. Right. So that was a paranormal uh, vortex area where uh, supernatural things happen. Uh, I believe that in these vortexes, uh, you have greater access to interdimensional realms and interdimensional beings can come through in these spaces. I believe they're vibrating at a higher frequency because that's the nature of a spinning vortex <laughs> is for everything within it to be vibrating at this higher frequency. And I believe higher dimensional beings can materialize uh, and communicate easier within this higher frequency. Do you, um, <laughs> long answer. No, okay, no, no, great thing. What, did your dad ever come to a resolution or a thought of why was he targeted? Why, why was he recruited specifically? I believe because he had been upgraded during his missing time experience and was very well aware that this alien ship, he would hold it, this alien ship um, had everything to do with why he was able to download such advanced intelligence about computer design of uh, hardware and software when with just a one-room schoolhouse education. You now know, that's when, interesting. Which have, really leads right into our next. He really does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ascension, ascension and AI. I mean, so let's talk about that. You know, the, the spiritual ascension, if we would. Are we, is that ascension more like a God thing or is it more like a technical thing that we're looking at? I mean, how are you perceiving it? Is it more like a spiritual, uh, you know, is it a spiritual awakening of sorts? You know, many people refer to it as like we're going to these different dimensions or are we like what happened to your father? Are we just being for upgraded. those of us who do it? Are we being upgraded and there's technology implanted into us? How are you looking at it from your perspective? And so I do believe that these alien races who are loving, benevolent, supportive ancestors <laughs> will choose certain individuals and use that type of technology in order to continue to communicate. Um, and so that's been my experience. So I'll only speak to that. Um, however, I do believe there are spiritual technologies that we can employ ourselves through meditation, sound healing, uh, DNA activations, spending time in the vortex, pouring our love and light into the ley lines, right? Like all of these types of spiritual technology that we can use to raise our consciousness, to expand our mind, to ourselves connect into higher dimensional realms. Although I do believe that we can have experiences of missing time, like I did in 2017, where we are 
upgraded. Um, for me, I was shown in a hypnotic regression how I was taken aboard a craft. And there on the craft, we were downloaded with advanced knowledge and wisdom that would unfold over time. So I do think there's uh, galactic intervention that may involve some technology through downloading and implanting and what have you, but also ourselves as spiritual practitioners can certainly employ different spiritual technologies, if you will, for our ascension. Why, why now, Suzanne? Like, so why 2022 or in this like, you know, few year vicinity, are we just being more and more aware of it? Why now? Why not 10 years ago and why not 10 years from now? Why are we just, why is it so strong right now? Yeah. Yeah. So I believe that the ages of the yugas have everything to do with it. Plus what the solar hierarchy would call the advanced uh, acceleration program. And so the solar hierarchy has said that they put humanity on an acceleration path. It would be called an accelerated evolution program. So if you follow the ages of the yugas, then you would know that we go from a golden age of enlightenment into dark ages because our solar system travels on that path in the procession of the equinox in this elliptic and so the dark ages you could say uh we we met uh zero point when our calendar started back at year one when supposedly jesus christ was born um but that started us on an ascension path you see uh where in the golden age of enlightenment 12,500 years ago either those who were advanced enough to ascend got off the 3d plane and those who were not continued on uh this sort of like devolution descension arc into the dark ages but now we are on this ascension arc right but we would only be at 2022 on a 12,000 year ascension arc and so what the solar hierarchy says is that they put us on this accelerated evolution plan to catapult us into this time you see one year equaling a hundred years and so they did wow. this in the year 1900. And so between 1900 and the year 2000, it would catapult us 10,000 years on well, this arc. Sense. Well, that, that now makes a lot of sense because how could we um, even a hundred years, well, not even a hundred years ago, let's even go back like 50 years ago, we didn't even have a refrigerator, <laughs> right? Television right. and a microwave was just recent. So when you think of a hundred years ago, how prehistoric it felt as to right now, and that's a short amount of time, a hundred years to have taken this massive evolution or humanity upgrade or whatever you want to call it. A hundred years is a short amount of time to have created everything we've created in that, um, that time space. And in ancient scriptures that talk about the end times, they refer to a year will be like a hundred years. This is time speeding up. And that's what happens too when you move into a higher frequency age. Of course, we all know that 
our central sun is transmitting powerful rays of supercharged photons right through our own sun's solar flares and so these solar flares even in the solar rays of the sun we are being showered with supercharged encoded photons of light which is another form of spiritual uh, technology right to up level those who are ready to open to receive this high frequency so that we can vibrate at a higher resonance but also we are being encoded by these photons because light carries information and these are advanced codes of creation activating our dna for this ascension Suzanne, are we being cool. encoded based on the fact that we want to be encoded, meaning for those that are accepting and say, hey, we know there's something really cool. There's high vibes. I can't wait to embrace it. Are those people being encoded? And then there's those that are be like, ah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Are those people not being encoded or does it matter? We're just all being encoded. I do believe that there is a spectrum of people who are being encoded. <laughs> people like myself who stand in the rays of the sun and Exactly. has to be downloaded with these creation codes exactly. you know i open and i ask the lords of light and the ladies of light right the sun the soul of the sun actually being a being of light right and they'll call the sun um helios as the masculine expression of the sun uh vesta as the fire goddess personality of the sun and so you're talking to an actual being and you're saying you know download me with these supercharged photons to elevate my love light frequency download me with these advanced codes of creation so that i can serve at the highest possible level this is why i want to ascend and this is why i want to become more advanced in my knowledge and wisdom is for service to humanity you see, so it has to do with your intention as well, I believe. Very, very true. But I believe everybody is getting, is receiving this, oh, you know, like they talk about the Schumann resonance, yeah. right? So for those who are open to that and those who are in service to the light, right? But for those who are in resistance and they're vibrating at that lower vibration, it may short circuit their nervous system and or they'll turn away from the light and they'll contract in fear and you know stay indoors you know COVID, don't go outside stay in your house and order everything online and right. right like oh and bill gates you know here's trying to white out the skies he said himself i want to white out the skies with chemtrails oh. to block those dangerous rays of the sun mm. you know it's a threat to those in charge of the world <laughs> in their minds, um, you know, for uh, the masses to awaken because then they become empowered and they're not easy to control, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> that might be another whole talk book, but. <laughs> well, no, I'm like, actually, that's gonna lead right into my, my next thought. So now you have people like us that are totally open and they're like, this is the greatest time to be alive. And we're totally plugged into transcending right to creating a, a higher really just a higher state of being on a daily level so now you have others though that are the opposite they're literally plugged into you know what we call the matrix so 
people right now are either transcending it or connecting to it and stay staying in it so how, how can you what can we do or from your point of view to help people to transcend it and get out of it and so to be very discerning as to the extent to which you engage in the false matrix right be very discerning about how much you engage in the artificial technology and allow yourself to be exposed to the artificial intelligence as we all know mark zuckerberg has now created the metaverse mm -hmm. where now you can live and own property and stores in the false universe in the artificial metaverse it's really talk bizarre. about being plugged in right, right? <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. and so people are going wild about it right and buying property and buying homes and buying real estate and and, and buying businesses and i think justin bieber just bought a concert hall i mean so this is their choice to fully immerse themselves in an artificial world as artificial intelligence, as artificial avatars of themselves in this totally technological world. And so no judgment, this is where they're at on their journey. They're gonna choose the artificial route Mm -hmm. Those of us who are awakening on our path, we would rather choose the natural <laughs> path of remaining the divine, magnificent beings that we are plugged into the divine source and out in the natural creation connecting with the living, breathing trees and flowers and looking at the natural sun and moon and right, like, but it's a choice. You can engage in spiritual technology mm -hmm. to be more connected into the divine source of all that is and spend time out in our natural world and creation, breathing in the sunlight and the air, or you can be inserted into this artificial world and just immerse yourself in AI and you can allow yourself to be implanted with a chip if you like and have a serial code that allows you to be tracked and traced on a daily basis. If you like, you can download all of your financial information into your chip mm -hmm. so that then when you don't pay your taxes, they can just come directly out of your bank account. <laughs> In China, they are already doing this. They're tracing and tracking people mostly through their cell phones. Mm -hmm. And so if a person jaywalks, their credit score drops. Right. So you see how you become then very controlled mm -hmm. if you, but you know, again, if this is the route that you would like to take, then you can buy and sell with your chip. And some businesses may say only those who have a chip with a QR code that even shows that they've been vaccinated are allowed in our business. And if you don't have it, you cannot buy or sell here. Well, this sounds very much like the like the Bible's book of Revelation and the mark of the mark of the beast 
I can hardly say it <laughs> that, uh, right. Because it makes you stop like, wow, this is right. really happening. Exactly. But it was prophesied. Yep. Right. By John, the revelator channeling Jesus Christ to bring forth this information about exactly what's going to happen in the end times. Mm -hmm. It's the descension of the old earth into the new world order or the ascension of the new earth. We think these are new age terms. They were written 2000 years ago in the book of Revelation, the ascension of the new earth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Can I, can I ask something real quick? Um, okay, so let me ask you this from your point of view. You know, you hear a lot of people saying, I'm fighting for my rights. I'm fighting for the children. I, I'm fighting against this. I'm fighting against that. Uh, what is your viewpoint on, even though they're saying it at like, uh, to give you a perfect example, you know, everything obviously that's happened with the children, right? That's awakened a lot of people with all the pedophilia that's been going on and stuff. And then you have these, we'll call them advocates, so to speak, that are fighting against all of these politicians are fighting against the movement um, for the children, right? To help save the children, but they're fighting for it. So from your point of view, is that the best way to go about it? Or do you see a better, more ascended way to go about it? And so there are warriors on our planet who have come here to serve that role of warrior, to fight for what's right, <laughs> right? And so I like to say that right now, what we're really experiencing are the warriors and the angels, right? And angels need warriors <laughs> for protection and people who are willing to, to fight and, you know, have rallies and protest. And, um, and so I just believe that people have come here with different missions mm -hmm. and they feel compelled to perform their missions in different ways. Um, and so those of us who may not have that warrior type of mission are being called to hold the highest frequency of light. It's like holding the space for the light to come in and maybe be more involved in the disclosure movement, but from a neutral mind in the way that I'm trying to present it today by saying, no judgment, mm -hmm. we volunteered to come here to 3D, which is a reality of duality, because you can learn valuable lessons in this type of reality that you can in any other type of reality. You can serve in a unique way here in this reality of duality, but someone has to serve the light and someone has to serve the dark. Otherwise, it's not a reality of duality. And so with a neutral mind, you can say they're serving the dark to hold this reality of duality in place. Mm -hmm. We can be done with separation and suffering and get off the 3D plane, mm -hmm. right? But some are still very much immersed in that drama, right? How much, and, how much, how much yes. of this, like, do you think, like, um, you know, we talk about like false light workers, right? So they 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 come in, and it's like, you know, we 
are, I think inherently people just wake up in the morning and they're like, Hey, I want to get better. I want my life to get better. I want to feel more connected. Right. I think inherently that's a, that's human nature. I would imagine for most, um, then they hear like things like on, okay, all right, everything's going to be great. We're going to get all this. This is going to happen. This person is going to take care and, and handle everything for us as soon as they get into where they need to be or in the office or whatever like that, or this person's having a meeting. How much of those kind of conversations do you think are like a false light worker, if you would, meaning that they're there to throw people off their game, which is to try to live and to try to concentrate in the present right now to stay connected for the messages that, you know, our ancestors, if you would, are looking out for us to help deliver to us. I mean, we just have to be very discerning about who we're tuning into and the authenticity of their uh, persona, but also of the agenda, right? And so um, those of us who are awakening on our path, I think are able to see the agenda of others and to detect spiritual ego uh, and, you know, know that if someone uh, is claiming to be a reincarnation of some, you know, great being um, and presenting themselves as the savior or the messiah, you know, or the guru, right? To be very discerning about that. Um, and so that would be like on the spiritual side. I mean, on the political side, it's just very clear that those who are drawn into that realm um, either get uh, swept away in uh, the draw of serving the global elite uh, because of the financial reward mm. or maybe they came in at that vibration anyways and they're here to experience a very materialistic greedy um, you know power and control type of incarnation here um, and so I hope that answers the question it does um, it does thanks for that I want to just get back to the reality of duality from your perspective will we our world earth will we always to some degree always have the reality of duality on the 3d earth plane yes mm -hmm. um, but i do believe in this idea of a bifurcation mm -hmm. even the ancient scriptures many which i've studied a lot of ancient scriptures because i find them to hold the fundamental truths um, especially when they line up across the board with certain revelations and prophecies and just you know, fundamental truths about reality and this idea that um, there are stacked dimensional planes and there and there is one eternal now moment. And so they're all coexisting, right? And so from that perspective, there'll always be a 3D earth and there'll always be a 3D aspect of you on this earth plane. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but this particular aspect of you is being called to ascend into the next higher dimensional plane right now, right? As you're expanding your consciousness and raising your frequency, it's like you're being pulled into the next higher dimensional plane. But as the wheel goes round and round, 
maybe a two-dimensional aspect of you gets the opportunity to pop into that spot in 3D on its evolutionary journey. You see, because in theosophy, it says we maintain 12 aspects of our personality on each of 12 dimensions in our space-time experience. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, uh, are we supposed that to answer your question? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, this is fascinating. Yeah, are we supposed to, um, at some point in time in our existence, are we supposed to, our objective to merge with the other 12 or the 12 of aspects of ourselves? Are we supposed to merge together and meet in some capacity or form one major you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And so I believe that when you are being called to ascension into the next higher dimensional plane that you got to wrap things up here in 3D. So that's why I feel that past life regressions at this time are so important because it's a process of gathering your fragmented soul aspects into one being in wholeness in 3D before you ascend then in, you know, in a portal type of ascension into the next dimension, you know? And so this is one way of coming into wholeness in 3D before you ascend into the next higher dimensional plane. This is a way of balancing karma that's being been created in this and other timelines, uh, which assists in your ascension. And so in, in the bigger picture of things, your eternal soul <laughs> at the center of your creation or what you might say in the central universe which is settled in the eternal now moment at the center of creation this is where your eternal soul arrive resides all of the eternal souls reside in an existential state existing in this one perfect blueprint of a universe where everything is in its perfect divine blueprint right but it's these eternal souls who wanted to know thyself in a different way who mentally projected this mental construct called space-time and created dimensions within which they could project mm -hmm. holographic fractals of their personality into so your eternal soul which you can tune into uh, is the culmination uh, or the source, if you will, of all of your personalities. And it's this eternal soul that's playing a virtual reality game with all of its avatars in space-time. So are, are we then living in a simulated reality? Yes, from that perspective, we are in a simulated reality because our eternal soul is mentally projecting these holographic fractals of itself into these holographic realities, right? And so from that perspective, we are, but the difference between this type of simulated reality is that there is a streaming consciousness between, first of all, the divine source of all that is in our eternal soul and our eternal soul and all of its avatars that it is uh, projecting into these different um realms and dimensions so you are a fractal that still contains the whole because that's how 
holograms and holographic fractals work. Each fractal still contains the whole. So you have a direct connection to your eternal soul. So that's different than an artificial simulated reality like the metaverse, which is totally technology and disconnected from all that is true and real. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Suzanne, when people talk about like uh, it's stranger and stranger, it, it's really a fascinating. <laughs> it's like a coolest, fascinating topic. But when people the talk about like um, very strange, <laughs> multiple personalities, schizophrenia, walk-ins, for example, are they experiencing their higher self? Like, for example, like schizophrenia, multiple personalities. Maybe are they experiencing like all their higher selves coming in at once, or all their selves coming in at once? And maybe it's a glitch in the system of sorts. And and is that if that is correct? Is that a glitch in the system when they're when it happens like that for them? Um, I think it's a defense mechanism for people with schizophrenia, honestly. Um, I think of our simulation less like a computer simulation, less like the matrix running binary code. I think it's much more colorful and magical and mystical. Um, there are situations, there are um different uh, personalities that will come through a person experiencing schizophrenia to stand in uh, to protect them from circumstances that they're being exposed to, for instance, right? And so you might think of abuse. Um, I think there was very uh, one very famous case, and I can't think of her name off the top of my head. I actually have the book because it's a very famous case that happened decades ago to a woman who was bringing through many different personalities. Um, and it all stemmed. Um, no, there's a great book, and uh, I'm sorry, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, Eve, All the Faces of Eve, and there was a movie made, All the Faces of Eve, and um, her husband took her to a psychiatrist because one minute, I mean, her, her, her original personality was a very demure, submissive, woman and um then she would switch into this like very raunchy personality where she was smoking and dressed scantily and she'd go to the nightclub and um then there was this very intelligent professional woman personality so the psychiatrist after years of hypnotizing her and experiencing her, uh, finally got down to the root of a situation in her childhood that was incredibly traumatic with for her. And in that moment of that trauma, it was like she split mm-hmm. into another personality that came in to as a defense mechanism to not expose this innocent being to what was happening. Um, A stronger personality came in. Now, my mother actually had three personalities and three identities come in after she had a nervous breakdown. She would call herself by her own name and two other names. And one was very flirtatious and kind of inappropriate. And the other one was, uh, had a, profane i mean she just would like shout profanities and um it was kind of shocking and then there was my mom you know so um we actually had a gal who was well versed in entity removal remove the one with the potty mouth because it was getting her in a lot of trouble and it was also challenging for us as her family 
Um, <laughs> but this being came in in a nervous breakdown, right? So it's when the mind, I think, experiences trauma and there is some kind of um, traumatic response, which is like a defense mechanism. Yeah. So there's that. Um, and it's either, it, it may be another aspect of your soul, but it may also be a walk-in uh, taking, you know, stepping in uh, because there are beings who uh, have not crossed over, who attach to vulnerable beings. And when they do, uh, then they take on that persona, you see, but they may flicker in and out. Mm -hmm. You know, the person may be themselves in one moment and the next moment they're this you know, entity who's walked in. Um, was yeah, your mom, so did your mom ever come back to center? Yes. And so after we were able to get this Jessica <laughs> removed, then uh, we were, uh, my mom was living in a nursing home and it was causing trouble with the other residents because suddenly mm -hmm. she'd throw her, throw a fit and start cursing. And um, so after she had, we had this entity removed, then we would go to visit her. And there she was, my beautiful mother again, oh. loving and sweet and kind. And Jessica never came back after that removal. That is so cool. That's so, so cool that that works out. It is. It's mind boggling. Um, when, when, situations occur and someone is diagnosed schizophrenia so basically um just want to make sure i'm getting what you're saying it's either for the most part something that stemmed in childhood and they it was the protection mode kicked in or it could be an outside entity coming in and taking over is that right in a state of vulnerability yeah state of vulnerability yeah like especially if people are on drugs mm -hmm. people who are you know alcoholics like yeah they become a shadow of their former self and it's easy for walk-ins to come in they're yeah. just so open at that period of time that's fascinating mm -hmm. so you know i want to talk a little bit about what prompted you you know now you're doing this event coordination right and you're really you're pulling together the the minds right the the man the minds of the planet right now that can help people that's a lot of work yeah. and god bless you for doing it or whatever <laughs> you believe in bless you for doing it you know so uh what what was the trigger for you that's been like hey let me let me try to bring these people together and again that's a lot and then for those of you who ever not put together an event really gets a lot <laughs> and you know what what has prompted you to do this at this stage where you're at in existence you know it started when i wrote my first book wake up and i know i wanted to have a book launch and I thought, well, if I'm going to have a book launch, then I need to have a stage to stand on and present. And I'm like, I'm not going to stand up there by myself all day. That's ridiculous. <laughs> like, I want to call in other people who are authors and speakers. And so really, that's in Pleasanton, California, in 2004. 13 or 14, um, I had my very first event and I was able to recruit people in the area, in the Bay Area, who were authors and speakers. And so we had this big event and we filmed the whole thing. And um, when I watched the footage, I knew I wanted to get that footage out there and social media and that kind of start kicked off my whole conscious media career. But the event, um, was so much fun and everybody brought in something different and the people in the audience were just soaking it up. They were just loving all of this transformational uh, wisdom and knowledge. And 
I thought it felt like having a it felt like throwing a party. I <laughs> like I've always loved parties and um, and that's what I feel like I'm doing here in Sedona. I really do. I feel like, oh my god, I'm inviting all these super cool people and we're having this like big party. And I'm like the host of this party and we're just gonna have fun. And so I try not to get bogged down in the work of it because I really enjoy it. And mm -hmm. I'm super excited about being able to do it. And I'm, every time someone says, yes, I'll come and speak. I'm on cloud nine, like William Henry from Gaia TV. I've been a fan of his for so long. I love his show, Ascension Keepers on Gaia TV. And I myself was on Gaia TV recently with George Norrie on his show, Beyond Belief. Oh, so I got to meet the like producers at Gaia TV. And so when William Henry said yes, you know, I'm like, wow, cloud nine. And here recently Sasha Stone said yes. And of course, Michael Jaco and James Ring, my dear friend Brad Olson, who's going to be on next. And yeah. so, I mean, these are my colleagues. And I'm just so delighted to be able to offer a venue. And I'm so delighted that they come. And of course, the core of it is the beautiful seekers and participants who come. I just cherish each and every one of them who come and join us for this because without them, there's nothing. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's just everybody and it's beautiful and I love it and thank you. And I hope you guys can come. Uh, we will definitely certainly try. I would love no, that's to That's pretty cool it. though. And you know, it's like to bring, yes. bring everybody to get together like that like you talked about like the, you being the party planner and um you are like the party planner <laughs> and you know the vibration and really really bringing that energy together i mean especially in a magical place like where you're going to be at is really cool and you know therapeutically for people to watch that i mean i think the therapy that you know we we talk about it all the time suzanne like even like having a show even though we're remote um the therapeutic benefits of just communicating with soul sisters and brothers at this level is like i i just there's nothing you can put a price on that right mm -hmm. um yeah i'm sure you probably get that you know i, I want to um okay, real, yeah, real quick um so where exactly is it being held is it held outside indoors thank you for asking uh so i've held it at many different venues this is actually my 15th event in sedona I've done two events a year for the last seven years and they're always on the equinoxes. And so um, this time we're holding it at Unity of Sedona, which was recently renovated. It's absolutely gorgeous. It seats 200 people. We've sold over hundred tickets so far. So we still have many tickets to sell. Um, this is a gorgeous facility with pictures of archangels and ascended masters all around. And it's wow. Michael Murdoch's ministry. And so he's gracious enough to let us use it uh, for this event. And on Sunday from nine to 12, he'll be speaking because it's his ministry, right? People are invited to participate in that. But we're also offering out on the land spiritual journeys into the vortex led by Sedona mystical tours and their spiritually inspired guides. And so we're having a vortex tour on Friday and an ascension tour on Saturday and an equinox portal immersion on Sunday morning. And so, yeah, we're getting out there into the vortex because you're here in Sedona. You got to get out into the Red Rocks and That's experience really the vortex. Cool. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, if you're going to take that time to go there, just go there. Um, um, I want to ask you this, you know, when you get to, because we were watching you as you were talking and, you know, you got a sense of, and I remember this from the last show with you too, which is pretty cool to witness, is that you would talk and then I think, you know, I don't want to assume, but when you close your eyes, are you tapping into another version of yourself to just maybe get the completion of statements or maybe as we're talking, like where, where do you go with that? Maybe for others that are really trying to say, hey, how do I connect there? Like, where do you go with that? 
I'm tapping into my higher self, I would say, and or spirit guides that want to come through. And in doing so, I'm being guided to say that which will be most beneficial right here and now. Bringing through the information that's most appropriate for right here and now. And I want to be the most accurate with what I'm being guided to share. And I want to bring it through in the best way. And so I'm searching uh, for that stream of consciousness to come through to guide me in my delivery. Uh, does that make sense? It does. So let me ask you this then. Before your interviews or before you're going to be uh, on stage or you're going on an interview or whatever, uh, do you literally just, are you in the kitchen and you come down and you start talking or do you like kind of come together, center yourself and get prepared or have you been doing it for so long? It's just natural to you. I definitely sit in quiet for a moment. I had my crystal bowl in here earlier. I'll play my crystal bowl. Um, I'll always have crystals around me. Uh, I'll just sit in silence and I'll ask for my higher selves and my spirit guides, um, whomever uh, wants to come through, benevolent, loving family members of the galactic community, ascended masters, archangels, whoever uh, wants to come through with the information that will be most beneficial for whatever I'm participating in at the time. Oh, nice. That's very cool. One last question, because I know you have to run. <laughs> we could sit here and talk to you forever. <laughs> um, what's your thought on Ascended Masters? Do you believe that, um, are there any walking Ascended Masters on the earth plane today? So let's consider that we are all Ascended Masters in another plane. And we all have the ability to tune in to who we are being in that ascended master state. I feel it's very difficult for higher ascended beings vibrating at a much higher frequency to actually materialize on this earth plane and participate in this three-dimensional reality in a physical form. Um, but you could say that ascended masters like Saint Germain, for instance, could choose to have a voluntary incarnation here on planet earth. And in doing so, he would have to fall through the veil of forgetting, if you will, uh, and descend his consciousness into a third dimensional state in order to incarnate here and to take on a dense physical form. But he may, this being, may uh, have the innate gifts and abilities to channel his ascended master beingness in that higher dimensional plane. And as such may then bring forth advanced knowledge and wisdom by streaming the consciousness of his ascended master self and may even identify as uh, that ascended master uh, personality, even though he has taken on a third dimensional identity, you see. Um, but all of us, I feel, have that ability to 
tune in maybe with guidance from a spiritual a practitioner or on our own with advanced practices open to receive streaming consciousness from our higher aspects sort of ask and you shall receive uh, that guidance from your higher selves who are ascended uh, beings in these higher planes and as such bring through advanced knowledge and wisdom here in this plane but i caution not to um in my own personal opinion identify as an ascended master um uh or even a um a being of great importance from another time because you set yourself on a pedestal that makes you seem unreachable uh, to others and you attain this guru status that uh, is off-putting to others and makes others feel like they are lower than. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? And so in a spiritual community of unity and a, a holy archeal um, structure where we're a circular community, all equal, um, right? I uh, feel that it's not beneficial for one to set themselves on a, a pedestal and say, well, I am the great <laughs> member, right? Um, but rather in a humble way, to serve by offering wisdom and knowledge that may be beneficial to others who are seeking. Um, and I think if you, if you look at the great masters of all time, uh, like the Buddha uh, and Swami Veda, um, some of these Hindu beings, they sit in a very humble way and ask, how may I serve? Mm -hmm. That then is the um, purity of the actual ascended being mm -hmm. with no ego in total humble service to humanity. And then you know you're in the presence of an ascended being. Also, they usually have great radiance and, and humility and grace. Yeah. Very well said. Thank That's you nice. so much. Thank you much. so much. That is Suzanne Ross, everybody, and her higher aspects came along the way too. So it was great <laughs> to see you again. Thank you very much. And thank you for your service. We appreciate the dedication and what you're doing here to help humanity. And everybody, uh, her links will be in the description below. Uh, when you do go there, enjoy yourselves. Enjoy the party that Suzanne created for you. I'm sure you're going to just love it. So thanks again for every, everybody for hanging out with us. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And for those of you that are interested again in uh, attending Suzanne's Sedona, Arizona, Sedona Ascension Retreat, make sure um, there's a coupon code. All you have to do is type in spiritually raw and you are gracious enough to offer them a discount. So thank you so nice much you. for that. We all appreciate it greatly. And thank you all so much together we are turning the universal key to global harmony and creating a unified world thank you so much for tuning in and remember tune in often tell all your friends and most importantly may all your dreams come true many blessings we'd like to share a story while it may sound fictional it's very real and happening right now in front of our very eyes it's called the great awakening our sisters and brothers that come on Spiritually Raw are doing everything to help expand global consciousness, and in many cases, putting everything on the line to share their messages about what's happening around the world for the greater good of humanity. 
We are living in the most unbelievable times. Some may even say biblical, scary for many and yet exhilarating for others. Together we are taking part in getting everyone acclimated to the great awakening process and the exciting new discoveries that lie ahead. The sad part is many of our amazing guests are being heavily censored, socially shamed and outright banned on many platforms for exposing the truth and piercing the veil. By becoming a viewer, you bring your powerful energy towards this global movement of other truth seekers. If you're resonating with our show, please let us know by hitting the like button, sharing, subscribing, turn on the notification, and leave some comments. Together, we will turn the universal key to global harmony and create a unified world. And remember, tune in often, tell all your friends, and most importantly, may all your dreams come true. Thanks and God bless patriots worldwide. Hi, everybody. April and Jay here from Spiritually Raw. Welcome to Spiritually Raw Secrets to Broadcasting Riches. Now, uh, you're probably wondering, why did you guys put this course together? Well, this is truly a compilation of all of our experiences, our ups, our downs, our pitfalls, what's worked, what hasn't worked over the past 10 years. And the number one question that we continually get literally to this day is, how are you guys making money broadcasting. So we figured we'd put together a course because there's no better time than right now for everyone to get off the bleachers and start speaking to help raise the vibration of the planet. So we put together a course that is so easy to follow, but not only is it very easy to follow and it's, and it's our experiences, but in the course, you're going to meet six other people, no, actually 10 other people that took it along with us. They are are in the journey, you're going to, you're going to hear about their wins, their losses, their successes, their pitfalls, and what's preventing them or has prevented them from making money in the media world. So in addition to that, we also understand the fact that we, and we wanted to bring this element to the secrets to broadcasting, which is to you. So for those of you who are very serious about saying, okay, I need to give this a go. I got a voice out there. It's time for me to let that voice loose and share my truth with people. And you also need to know, okay, well, how do I do this so I can support my family and make a business out of this, right? So we also tie in the spiritual aspect of it. So in the course, you will learn the specific steps that April and I use to that we connect with at a divine level to get that inspiration that really fuels us on a day-to-day -day basis that really gives us the creativity we need, that gives us the direction we need, and really also taps us into our future selves to give us the roadmap so we know that we know with predictability what the outcome of these are going to look like. And you will get that same essence and same feeling as we go through this together. Now, this course is for everyone. If you're a beginner and you have absolutely no idea where to start, or you've been at it, it could be for months or years, and you're not just, you're not feel like you're not gaining any financial traction. The easiest way to get to where you want to be is find people or a mentor or experts in the area that you are looking to become an expert in and model what they're doing and model what they've done in the past. And this is exactly verbatim what we have done in this master course. We've done this for 10 years. We've taken a lot of that out of the way for you. So you don't have to go through that same 
journey that we have okay you can just go right there pass go collect your 200 bucks and hopefully a lot cut more out, out of fat. it cut out all <laughs> the fat and everything that comes along with it this is a really great time right now we need people out there we need people out there that are expressing their voices because as you know this is what your truth is what will raise the vibration of the planet and if we can collectively raise this vibration together we are going to manifest everything that we're hearing out there and so do your part if this is on if this is on your radar right now to have your own show to continue your own show and really give it a blast off take this course you really want to take this course because it will give you every specific step that you need and if you like our style which you know you, you <laughs> probably are right now because you're watching it and much love and thank you for that then just we're sharing everything with you we're putting it all out there for you so click on the link below you know what though yeah don't take our word for it forget about everything we just said <laughs> All you have to do is go down and watch all the testimonials yeah. of the people that have already taken the course and then make your own decision from there. Yeah. All you have to do is watch the testimonials, click the link and away you go.